0: Good morning, Mayberry. We aren't going to talk about the rebranding and conflation of slavery, fallout, general racism, and class war. We aren't going to talk about PETA activists de-anthropomorphizing black people to make their points right now. We don't have time. We're going to talk about whatever I edit in next, because I'm the producer, I'm the host, and I made this music. I'm Shift Orion, and I'm not waiting on Superman. Oh, hi there. It's your curmudgeon bitch of a host again, Shift. I'm about to have a conversation here with Tiana J again. And we get into a number of topics. And I just wanna make clear that I have a phrase that I've been using for some years. Trying to get something off of the internet is like trying to get pee out of a pool. And I just wanna make clear, first of all, that that's something that I have said for a long time and knowing that, have posted wild things on the internet for years. Additionally, At a certain point, an incident interrupts the conversation. That incident turns the conversation onto the topic of the pandemic. Now, I make a comment when I am in a heated mentality about a reaction I had in seeing people posting that they were planning secret parties in like April. In that period of time, I blew up their threads and I posted that I was gonna call cops because I'm gonna just sick the enemy of my enemy on. And I said this. I wanna be clear that this was words. I did not call cops on anybody that I didn't do this. I did cut people off. I I did have heated conversations with a lot of people. But I just want to be clear that I did not call cops because fuck the police, defund the police, Abolish police. But I want to be very clear because I definitely, definitely sound like Karen at multiple occasions. One last thing. I use the term goobers to describe a type of person. And I want to be clear about the definition of goober. Imagine eating a goober and chewing and just imagine that you're miming that. That's a goober. I just am handing you that. Now, without further ado, i don't know i've been having so many conversations about talking about talking what words are people using and do those same words make sense listening to our episode while i was editing it we did that like six times talking about talking
1: metacognition and thinking about thinking that's like i feel like while i was listening to it i was like listen to the way we speak and like i, I was like honestly I I heard myself say revelatory and I was like I know
0: that word yeah you sounded like you had been there before when you said it too I was like oh pastors on the pulpit you know there there was a couple times that I I was listening to myself and I would use words that I was like that's not a word but I couldn't edit it out without removing the entire sentence so I would just leave it in hoping people's ears would patch over it so that's that's good (laughs) Yes. It's a, it's a trippy thing to, uh, to listen back on this stuff to edit it. Cause I got to listen to it over and over and over again in small sections. And then like yesterday I learned, I mean, I didn't really learn this. This is something I kind of had noticed, but some dots connected for me where I realized that there's like a, there's a podcast that I'm kind of kicking around the idea of being on. And it's a bunch of people that are very unlike myself. It's a bunch of norm core cishet bro types and I am considering going on there but um it's like it I guess it's just in the consideration of of going into that space I've been kind of looking at the dynamics of what is that what is that environment right like this is a platform that i'm putting together and so it's like you know where are people coming if they're going to be coming here or where are they if they are here not everybody needs to know before they arrive but uh and some people showed up to set the tone at the beginning um shout out to ryan who's running the facebook now we're on facebook facebook yeah it's horrible it's terrible and there we are so, um, one thing that I was coping around about was like, well, are they going to edit things? You know, how are they going to, how are they going to do things? Cause one of my, um, one of my colleagues was on there and he was like, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that they do that. And I was like, huh? Like in my mind, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, they just like start a call up and just yip, yap however long they want and don't edit any of it at Et- none at all. Like not a little bit, nothing. You don't, what, you know? They just don't edit a damn thing at all. They, they just start talking and they, they run on and that's the way it goes. And I've heard a couple of podcasts that do this. And I just can't wrap my mind around what it is that goes through the minds of people who don't edit any of their content, but come out with like regular episodes. And their episodes are like three and a half hours long too. I was like, what is this? And so the thing that I noticed, the theme I noticed is that in my reviews of podcasting and then in assessing this one as I'm thinking about going on to it, um, cishet men don't feel like they need to edit themselves. It's, it's cishet men that do this. There's no podcast I've found that seem like they don't do at least a little bit of trimming, cleaning up before they put it out. It is a cishet male thing to do this this way. To take up space. Just for no reason. And then I saw that uh, last night. I like con- connected that in my mind last night. And then today there was a meme up about why do uh why do sishet men start podcasts instead of going to therapy? I was like, damn. Whoa. Well, I mean, do we know
1: the answer to that though? Like I think (laughs) 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 Yeah. I can't imagine three and a half hours of yeah, one podcast with the same First of all, you're saying you're going into this or thinking about going into this podcast. Sounds like you are literally about to do the actual experimentation of how many different ways
0: ice can melt. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, these are black guys, too, I should mention. Maddening.
2: Oh,
0: I mean, well, Maddening.
2: yeah, whew. well,
0: that they, yeah.
1: the ice, the ice be melting, too, especially on the, uh, yeah. oh. on the LGBT when we get to that point.
0: That's the thing about it. They got a lot of questions about queerness, but they they do that thing where they act in ways that are super uninviting to anybody who would give them those answers, thusly creating a fucking echo chamber like a bunch of goobers. Yeah. I don't understand how that works, actually. Like, I'm like, okay. So there's an opportunity to kind of break this thing down, and that's the thing I'm here for, because, frankly, I don't give a shit about, like, their ideas about what the world's made of. They don't know I'm here, you know? Right, Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a funny thing because, uh, you know, just like listening to people talk like that, like they think their opinion is worth anything. They think that anything they have to say is like important to the narrative of anyone else's lives. And then they get into echo chambers and they blast it really fast around. And that's what creates what really matters when they start galvanizing and ganging up and pulling that weird energy and being like, we've decided together. Two or more of us have decided that a marginalized person is full of shit. Fuck you, right? That's what they get to do. That's where it becomes dangerous. Yeah, that's why they get together to do it too, because it's worthless on its own when it's just a thought.
1: That's like when people are talking and they like, don't you? They pull people into their argument just to like have the same opinion. You're like, but you do realize just because that's their opinion, also it is still not a fact or anything of reality in my experience so you can continue with that but it means nothing to me
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i've started getting to a point where i feel like i'm effortlessly throwing that weight back at them or like letting them if they want to come running at me with that weight i step out of the way and they can hit the wall with it right i don't have to respect people who who just kind of get into echo chambers and howl about whatever the fuck they want to You know, like there's why would I do? Why would I waste my energy and time to even consider what a person like that's thinking when they don't even know they can get outside of the echo chamber? They don't even know they're in a fishbowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, what? I could go talk to a squirrel, too. Right. You know, that sounds more fun. That sounds like a more productive experience. And I might learn something from the squirrel.
1: Because they're not there to learn anything. You're there to validate their the narrative of what they already think is real so basically it's not even about learning anything it's about let me have you over here so you can prove to me that everything i thought was already true
0: yeah it's frustrating because i have other things i want to talk about in my life other things i'd like to be doing with my time and yet like (laughs) i get dragged back to like it's like a it's like people, like there's, it's like the starting line and they're like, go. And then like, I'm in a box, like there's like walls around me all the time. And then I get bullied for not making it anywhere beyond the fucking start line. Cause I'm constantly having to explain something about this space or does that even make sense? Oh yeah.
1: I, that makes sense to me because I mean, to me at this point, when you get to a certain point for me, I'm like, oh, so you guys are still there
2: okay
1: right uh i don't know if i have time to give myself to this conversation because we're we're so beyond like where where i want to be i'm just gonna be answering questions in this box where i cannot get out of you guys are all headed off to the races and i'm just like so you know still on the most basic questions about my existence which shows me you didn't even care enough to even try to like, right now we live in the world where there are so many just outlets of people spewing their existence, their experience, their life. And, and and you couldn't have even looked into any of that. You know what I mean? It's just so much out there. I know what you mean by being in that box because it's just like, come on, man, come on. Like, I'm a woman with facial hair, with a beard and people are always like, Oh my, I'm like, yo, like, come on. All right, we're going to do this.
0: <laughs> How do they handle that? Yeah. Because when I asked you what your pronoun was, you were kind of like anything. That was your answer, wasn't it?
1: I'm yeah, because I mean, I, I, know, I know who I am. Like I'm Tiana. That's who I am. And I have this body and this is like, so I can see that, Like, it doesn't bother me if you say he or she or whatever, because I know that you're looking at me through the lens of what, you know, society has told you a girl or a boy should look like. So over the phone, when someone calls me, sir, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I guess this is what a sir's voice would sound like. So you would assume that. And that is not a problem for me. In the same, at the same time in person, when people see me at first and then they're like, oh, oh okay, but then it's like, I can see how you see what you're seeing. So I'm not offended by it at all. But as long as like, as that, what you're seeing is not a reflection about who I actually am or how I feel about myself. So it doesn't really bother me how people see me, but it is informative because, uh, uh, huh. yeah. It lets you see how people are actually consuming you. So that, that's, <laughs> that's interesting part of it. And I mean, being a black person, being in the queer community. So it's like, you know, how sometimes some shit is happening. Like I also am a a, a boss. I own businesses. So sometimes I'll be quick to be like, oh, it's because I'm black. And then I'm like, Nah, it's because I'm a woman that runs a company, and that should be a thing.
0: So it's like they're always trying to figure out why people are treating you the way that they are. That's such a frustrating calculation to run. I hate that one. I know <laughs> it just starts too. It's just like you're going about your day, and all of a sudden that math has to run. Fucking
1: right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's just an interest, and this is only be- through the. Through quarantine, i you know I didn't really intend to grow a beard, but during quarantine, I was in the house and I didn't have to like make my appearance look a type of way to go out. And I used to have and I, and then realizing that that really ruled me a little bit, like oh I can't be out, I gotta pluck my hairs, and and then like oh well fuck it, I just let it grow and whatever people think, that's what they think. That's an Aries thing, like you know you know you're uncomfortable with some then blast it all the way out (laughs) and get and get comfortable with it right and so yeah and now I'm just like what am I gonna look like when I take it off I don't know if I'm gonna like that person again like that's gonna be weird
0: so I just haven't uh pulled off the band-aid that's what's up I mean you had it when I met you it would have never occurred to me that you didn't have it ongoing that it wasn't a part of your aesthetic for like a a while you know and then you know I just I've been I've been in the bay for so long and gotten to like accidentally trip into just so many wonderful I don't know what how how are there so many of these people running around acting like they understand that there's limits to how you can express and if you don't do it this way you get ridiculed or alienated or ostracized or kind of just like weird eyebrow you know like oh how novel like at the very least like what there's all this weird stuff and they're They're the one, they're precious. Like they're simple, (laughs) you know? Like I'm looking at them like, okay, like pat on the head, whatever, you know? Like we could have better connection, I think, between the two, like between those two concepts. Like I don't really want to be in a position where I'm like, you know, all right, we're just not going to be able to see each other. So I might as well just mutually, we can mutually dehumanize like pat, pat and all right, I don't have to absorb what you're thinking or saying. You think it's very important, even though you're laughing the whole time or whatever. Uh, Yeah. um,
2: yeah. Those people.
0: People. yeah, I liked your energy when we first met. And I asked your pronoun and you said whatever. Because for me, I just went with they because I got to struggle with neutral pronoun. Using they as a singular pronoun is a difficult thing for my brain to do. Damn. And so I was like, oh, good. It's an opportunity for me to practice that in like a like a container. And that's I got my godkids. I got two godbabies that are both gender neutral and their parent is gender neutral I still have a struggle with it so I was like oh I'll take that as an opportunity and that was all I thought about it I don't know I, I don't know why stuff that is that simple would seem weird to somebody you know like what about that it, why, why not just do it like that and move on to what, whatever else like is there isn't there anything else right
1: it's just people are so committed to their definitions of what is real and true
0: It's just with with negative space, like when there's no information there and we have room to project, it's like... Because then people want you to prove why whatever you're saying is okay or like why,
1: like, okay, so now I have a bunch of questions to ask you. Why do you do it this way instead of that way? And it's like, okay, but if you were genuinely asking those questions to try to understand how I got to this place rather than trying to like see faults in it, there's a difference. And you can tell the difference in tone. And then like, if someone's really inquisitive, because I'm, I'm an inquisitive person and I'm oftentimes asking people questions about the things that they're doing and why they do it that way. Because I'm literally trying to understand the process of like, wow, how can we be so different? And how did you get to that? And how did I get to this? Right. And just the marvel of it all. Whereas a lot of people are just trying to figure out, like, how is this even real? And it's a, almost assaulting to them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just wonder, like, what it is that, that you know, like, if I was going to respond to something so aversely, they've got, like, scripts for this. It's like when, the, when, we, when we approach, when we enter their environment, when we're on their radar, a certain program just activates inside them. What is that? Like, what is the thing? Because I, I had it, but I got through it, you know, like at a certain point, just enough information and things inside of me, and from internal and external information, it just like dissolved that block, kind of. Right. Kind of. That's a real oversimplification.
2: You have to be ready for your
1: mind to be, open, like, changed. And a lot of people are not, like, because then, I don't know, like you said, what is it? Is it the fear of erasure? Is it the fear of, I think it's just like sometimes it's like you believed or thought something so long. So it's almost like humiliating to be like, wait, it can be like this. And I thought it was this the entire time. And I'm like a 40-year-old person that has never, like, I think that sometimes just that overload of information is sometimes threatening to their mindset. Because then it's like, well, what else? If I, no, it can't be
0: this. It can't. Yeah, I mean, I get I was having a conversation yesterday about masking, like in a few contexts, like there's like masking for like neurotypical purposes, like norm core, whatever stuff in general, just like whatever the inside of your head is not letting the people in your interaction that you're having really like experience the authenticity of what's, what's going on in your experience, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, like we got into that on the topic of like dealing with relationships with people who are privileged in a different way than we are and how they, uh, how they don't recognize that we're doing extra work to even be there at that first step to build a bridge. Um, Mm -hmm. and like, it's just like, so like in, in doing that, it's like, they're coming and they're just like being themselves. And so they're assuming that's what's going on too. And so, as they're moving forward, they have all this room to just project on the negative space that the masking leaves, right? Right. And so, then that creates a greater opportunity for more masking. Not an opportunity; it's a demand. It's more like a like a vacuum, a pump that, like, once it starts going, it's siphoned enough energy and it starts moving on its own flow. Just what that actually means, it just like it starts off with an uneven weight distribution, and as it continues, it exponentially increases on a disproportionate level.
1: Right, because at that point then you're like, well now I have to act like this and then it all falls onto itself because when you come in and you're not, you're being, you're masking who you really are and then this person is like, oh, okay, we're the same. <laughs> so let me say all this shit. And then you're like, oh, uh, well, and, or at that point then you decide whether to continue. Because like you could be like, wait, hold up, what the fuck? Like, but, I mean, in most parts of society, you have to fit in. So it's like, okay, I got to, like, code switching. Like, this is who I have to be here in this place in order to be accepted or to be even, like, seen as a, a viable part of, you know,
2: humanity.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, to be just on, not to, like, drag it into this mode, we're gonna stay we're gonna stay on the seriousness of it but like masking and code switching can be super fun too and it's like a skill set that is useful in a bunch of environments and i like acting like as a hobby and so like playing with the world as a stage if my head's in the right space can be different however comma what the fuck why does this shit have to be happening all the goddamn time You know, like, does that...
2: Yeah. Does that
0: resonate? Like, yeah. <laughs> was, that, was that too... No, because, like,
1: why does it have to be going on? It's like almost the... I don't want to give us any, like, virtues, but I feel like it, it's, it takes, like, brave people to be willing to just be like, nah, like, I'm just going to act like myself in every situation. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> it's like when you, when you code switch, then it's like, okay... I can. And then it's like, when you realize you have that power that you can, then it's like, okay, now I have this power and I have
0: to be like responsible with it. <laughs> but right, <laughs> I, I feel you. Yeah. But I mean, responsibility, the ability to respond, ability is a moving target that is like in everybody, you know, like. There's somebody that's got the most capable mind every waking hour, and they also sleepwalk like a motherfucker and do crazy shit in their sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like responsibility right. of moving to is really weird, and it can get different in different ways. So, like, um, yeah, I guess that's the thing I'm really kind of sitting with today because I am actively all the time. I am in pain so often, and I'm trying to be a generous bitch. I'm trying to be a generous bitch with my love. There's so little of it these days, but I've been thinking about like conceiving the whole thing as a theater the audience is like witnessing a certain type of shit. And this is, you know, not to like objectify. It's like in a, in a relationship, you're both on a stage and you're both in the audience, like for each other and for yourselves. If that, does that make sense? Yeah. Uh Right. Okay. In that, right. Like with that dynamic that we've described with the weight distribution and the masks with that other person, that person of privilege, who's not really, they're just kind of there, you know, they're doing their thing. And and not that they're not aware of things because I deal with people who are complex. So I'll have people who are like very privileged, but they're extremely neurodiverse and like have a lot going on. And we, we do find places to relate, but they're these small islands in space that sometimes look like they're closer than they actually are. And I'll go to reach for them. They're like a million miles away and already burned out. And I'm just seeing light that, you know, was there in the past or something like, um, Oof. Sometimes poems just erupt. I don't know what to say. Right. All that right. was poetic. Gosh. Uh, I just made myself emotional. Oh my goodness. Okay, so... Gonna... The, the, um, the thing I've been thinking about is like, what happens when it goes from being like, you know, it's like Bambi. It's like frozen and then it turns into hostile. It's like the mask shatters or I, this recently, this last year, I've been taking my mask off and throwing it at people. Like once I realize it's not serving us Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh shit, can I take this off? And if they don't allow it, if they don't want it off, I throw it at them and I don't know what changed to make that happen. Uh, And I don't know how, I don't know how else to be. I don't think it's an unproductive approach. It's, but it's almost like
2: you consented.
1: You're like, okay, I'm going to wear this mask. And as soon as you realize that the unmasked version of you will not be accepted, then you're like, well, fuck it all. This is who I am. Like, right. So in a way, the wearing of the mask, you were hoping it would serve you in some way. Like, if I maybe just gently drop these jewels of who I am on people, but then the very first maybe small little thing that you let out, you're like, well, you can't handle this. Then you can't handle this. Like, you know?
2: Sis. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, Dang. Yeah. Yeah. And so... By wearing the mask, though, that's what we
1: we kind of we kind of like bottled ourselves up. So to the point where at a certain point, you know, the shaking soda is going to explode.
0: What do we do when these are all acts of generosity? You know, like I know not all progressives are being asshats on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Some of them really do just like their privilege and they like the rhetoric. Some of them are really actually trying to figure out the right way to balance it all. You know, and so I'm sitting here in my life. Try to figure out, cause I got, I made a bunch of videos yesterday about this on my Instagram. Like I got all these white people in my life that are like another white person's doing this shit to you. And I'm like, it's y'all, it's all of y'all like different times with all of y'all, most <laughs> of y'all, most of the time. And then they're all different. So then the ones that are like less like that, I'm like, oh shit, do I have to explain to them? I'm not that. And then if I do, they're like, I knew, you know, right. like I, I was fine. It wasn't, a th- but it's always work even when they're cool because of the ones that aren't cool. Or the times it's not cool with the ones that are cool. Because again, with responsibility, it's a moving thing. And we might not have capacity one minute or one day and then have capacity again later that day, the next day, the next week, whatever. So, um, yeah, I guess I've just really been thinking about like a lot of like what is that experience got to be like to have like because I know I'm intense, but I can't know what I'm like to experience, you know, like what is it like to be in relationship with me outside of my head? I have no idea. Um but I can, can I can conceptualize it. And that one's gotta be wild. It's wild for me internally.
2: And right. like
0: the reactions that I get are wild. But it's like it gets to a certain point where it's like like you're like holding something precious and you go you start it like something happens it gets knocked and you start to go to catch it and you fumble it further and further and like it's like in bullet time. Like one one sweep after another is you're knocking it closer to the ground faster and harder, like kind of shit in the in those modes. You know, I, I'm like hiccuping poems. It's like a hiccup thing. To get yeah, <laughs> little tiny ones. Just <laughs> 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 Bars. Oh shit.
2: You yeah.
1: I think that um, people that we come into community and in contact with have to realize in the same way that people understand uh, vets coming home from war Mm -hmm. and, uh, what do they they call it, uh, PTSD. Mm -hmm. But, like, a lot of us are living with current traumatic stress disorder, like, in real time. Like, we are currently experiencing trauma. We have experienced trauma. We're currently always in the mode of trying to lessen our trauma, like, People have to realize that. So the thing is that you you can communicate and you can get over and through anything if you have decided that you want to be in relationship with uh, a person or persons. So it's like, okay, if you are armed with the knowledge that uh, this is going to be, you know, this is a type of relationship that I'm entering into and there's going to be work that uh, and it's going to be different then it's like, okay, you can, you can get through that. But there's like rules to that. You can't make it by yourself. You have to be honest. You have to communicate. But also by going into these relationships with our masks on, we handicap them. Right. So it's like we kind of have to make sure that we are always like, because we don't know how it is to experience ourselves, but the, we do know internally that we are (laughs) that it's rough just being inside of us so it's like okay i i I know that about myself and I'm, i'm acknowledging that so i'm gonna let you know that and it will not be on display at all times but when it comes out we gonna have to get through it are you down for that people are not down to have those type of real conversations from the beginning and the more that we get comfortable and like start to you know that's the thing is you have to get comfortable you have to have someone that kind of shows you that that's okay so then you can feel that way
2: oh no what's that noise My you phone got emergency alert on your new. phone yeah some the stay fire. at home
0: is it coronavirus or the fire down there
2: uh, it says, new public
0: health stay-at-home order in your area. COVID-19 is spreading rapidly. Stay home. Wow. Let's, t- let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about yeah. the COVID-19 and the stay-at-home. And why couldn't everybody just listen at first for a second, for one second, look in the same direction, one direction? Everybody had to go dive into YouTube and go different directions down different motherfucking rabbit holes. Why? God damn it. That's just me. That's me howling into the abyss. I don't need, that's a rhetorical question. I understand humanity is a bunch of moving parts. I was in the weirdest headspace when the pandemic first came here and started locking us down because I had to be on lockdown. And I was actually, I had a friend in Rio de Janeiro who informed me of some horrific things that were happening in his environment and I was like what the fuck's going on and then I went to one little concert not a lot of people in it big place like it's like a, it's like a wine tasting bar and it's spread out you know like it's like a mm-hmm. whatever and I'm sitting in there and I'm like I'm like looking at what people are touching You know, I'm like looking at them wiping their face and sticking their hands in their pockets. And I was like, oh, I haven't even been, I've been trying actively to not pay attention to this coronavirus. The novel coronavirus was what they were calling it at the time. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to not even pay attention to that. Not, it looks like some hoaxy weird ass, just some fucking whatever kind of, okay, the internet's fine. I already did the Nibiru thing. I did the 2012 thing. I did all the anonymous stuff. I did Alex Jones before he went crazy. And then I went to Occupy and like all of it, whatever. So I didn't do much Alex Jones, but he was in the circle of shit that came into my fucking sphere. So the coronavirus, <laughs> especially because they all had like bats in them when I first saw them, I was like, what is this shit? And they were all coming from racists. They were all coming from racist like hoteps that I follow to keep an eye on those motherfuckers. Yeah. So I was like, I keep an eye on the hoteps, by the way. That's a command, especially to white people. If you don't know what hoteps are, get on the fucking internet, look them up, follow them, watch them. Yeah. Get your ass, get your ass on some fucking business. I don't, uh fuck. Um, so I, I was trying to not pay attention. And then all of a sudden I caught myself actively doing like mental maintenance in a public space around just germ awareness. So that was the last time I went out. And then it was like three days later, I had some stuff change in my life where things just got more serious and I had to be more locked down and protective about vectoring and, right the day after that, maybe two days after that, it started to become a conversation that it was coming here. And then it was like a couple of weeks later, two weeks later, the whole, the North Bay in California was locking down first. Um, and so I've been, I've been taking it seriously at a different level and kind of looking at people like, wait a second, guys, now that you, now that you have been told, can we wait and see what they want to do? Hold up. Like we just need to wait. And I just I mean it's a bunch of things were kind of going on in my mind that I didn't realize weren't going to going to be available in in peop- in most people's minds. I was thinking about like I wasn't I wasn't alive and around during the AIDS pandemic the the initial parts of it, but I I've listened to my elders a lot and I've heard about it and so like the the idea that like a new disease and like is, there's going to be like different information at different times and like, if different countries or or like different fields of science, like, you know, different institutes are like looking into it. They're all going to be finding different things because it's different people using different equipment with different mentalities. And so they might notice things. Some of them might be wrong and then they got to check each other's data. But all that becomes public information for a little while. And so the fact that people started to get tripped up on like, well, is this even real? They're saying all this different shit, you know, kind of stuff. Was like, wait, no, hold on. Everybody, wait a second, hold up. But then a lot of the people in my life were folks that I didn't want to go into, Well, the AIDS pandemic stuff like, I was afraid that that would just set them off on a different direction of division from being able to hear me. Right. And so I just shut the fuck up and hold up. And then in April, the second week of April was like a bunch of people I knew who knew better were just doing dumb shit. They just broke down and they were like, oh, if I, if I get drunk first and then I sneak out at night and I go home before I sober up, it's almost like it didn't even happen. Seemed to start in April. And that was right. barely into it. In April, people were already. We locked down at the end of March, and yeah, yeah, by by mid-April, people were sneaking around, and yeah, by June it was over. By June it was over. Yep.
2: Like,
0: and May, my birthday was in May. I planned at the beginning of May. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do like a whole, like a yard cleaning the day before. I'm gonna vacuum and do all my dishes and order some nice food, and then I just like downloaded a a racist Wild West mobile game on my phone and I was just this white dude running through whatever fucking nonsense land. They had some mystical, just horrible, horrible things going on in this stupid fucking mobile game I played all day on my birthday to (laughs) mind my my own business. I just want to mind my own business is my point. I was doing anything to mind my own goddamn business. And finding people going out after seeing how many people just didn't give a shit, blowing it off in all these different directions. I'm just kind of sitting here like, no, it just was for nothing basically as far as I can tell, other than to, to solidify Like my situation is like a little, it's a little buttress in this <laughs> bullshit, basically. Uh, sort of, or <laughs> sort of. There's got, you know, it's, it's as much of a buttress as a buttress can be. These things require maintenance. <laughs> and, you know, there's always a draft somewhere. Uh, but yeah, that's, That's all the fuck I have to say about it. Right?
1: (laughs) I just think the way information travels nowadays really just allowed people to hear and choose which facts they they decided were actually real. So it's like, people were just like, oh, well, if you're outside, the the sun kills it. (laughs) Like, okay, uh, so we can do things outside. Oh, I don't know. I just think people just decided. Also, so many things because I feel like in the media they were saying things that they didn't know. One of my pet peeves is when people say stuff and they're not sure. Like, right in the if if in the media they could have said like, "Yo, we don't know what the fuck is going on, but we're giving you the information that we have," because so many things change. Like. One day it was on every surface and then the next day it was only through the air. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Where that? Huh?
0: Where did you even hear that? I never even heard that one.
1: See, I, <laughs> so I remember when it was like, uh, you have to, you know, I was wiping down like delivery and groceries with, you know, Lysol and stuff. And then they said, uh, well, it's just droplet transmission through the air. And then I'm like, okay, that actually makes sense. I I read that if it it has to get into your actual like lungs and they're like if it gets into your mouth, it's likely that it'll go into your digestive system and it will never get into your lungs, and you'll be fine. So I'm like, okay. But then like you have to like I'm not a scientist, I don't know. So then I'm like asking people that I know that are in you know the healthcare field. What do you think? what do, and, and all of them are saying? Don't listen to any of it because they don't know what the fuck they're saying. They don't know what the yeah. fuck this is. Yeah. So then people are just in their bubble of either Fox News or CNN or whatever the fuck, and and choosing which facts are theirs. And you know, no one trusts the government. And it's like, well, I mean, I, and I can see why you don't trust the government. So here, here we are in this circle,
0: fuck, <laughs> of like. How did we get here? But then I guess I can see how we got here. <laughs> These anti-maskers have gotten me breaking my own morals because usually my thing is anybody who's questioning the government for any reason whatsoever, I'm here for it from the jump and we could go from there. But when your move is to bring your body into a public space and act like a like a fucking germ bomb, yeah. Like that's not I can't do that. Right. I can't do that with you. Like, yeah, and if your if your solution For like, I'm upset with the government, I don't trust the government, is to go bring a gun into a public space and start shooting random motherfuckers. I'm not vibing with that shit either. Similarly, same thing. Similarly, Because it's like, for me, um, like I frankly, personally, at this point, don't really even necessarily personally believe in COVID because I've done such a good job of keeping myself protected. It's not near me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then like, I cut people off. Because I was, it made me sad and sick to see them do things. Like if they were posting pictures out in public doing shit together and then I'd see two people together and then see them in different pictures with other people, you know, just seeing people moving through public spaces or how they're using their, but they're touching surfaces that look like they're commonly touched and taking pictures that way, you know, it's just things that I'm, that I'm noticing that I'm like, why are people acting this way right now when we don't know? anything. Right. And it just made me it made me nervous because simultaneously I was hearing about uh like like oh it's not just respiratory it causes this blood issue and that was a real mm. mysterious thing at the time. To- like it was just like I didn't know, have any data. I don't know, I it just I people started having strokes and and leg amputations and shit like yep. that. Like limb like that part. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stop pretending that I'm going to stop pretending that this is a joke and I'm going to get aggressive and loud about it. And that's when I started like telling people proactively that weren't in my immediate inner circle what was what was on my mind about that. Because um, people were posting that they were trying to have secret parties and do, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're so pent up. You know, we're going to do this thing once, like, kind of thing. And I'd blow it up. I'd be like, don't. if I see some shit like this on my timeline, I'll call cops. I'm not even a cop caller, but the enemy of my enemy can go keep each other busy. For real? For real. Get it off my timeline. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I'm alone. I'm minding my business. I'm being good. I'm being responsible. I'm taking care of people. I'm managing a lot of shit right now. I have no desire to see that kind of bullshit, mindless. It's not even mindless. It's mindful to come up with justifications. Yes. Brazen. Brazen. And like, it just would have been a couple of weeks for me. I also is, I've been struggling with because I was homeschooled in a specific environment I was because of the way that the religious abuse that I had went. And because of the type of disability that I had when I entered adulthood, I'm used to isolation and, and like not having resources right. for a long time. You know, I'm used to figuring out what to do mentally with that. Cause there's not a solution externally. Sometimes like there's no like, Oh, I'm going to make do these ways. Also, because of the nature of all those things, I don't have a lot of like uh, adaptable like if, if my pr- if my routine gets messed with if the, if the predictable ways that I can access things get messed with i don't I don't function well I really have to do a lot of work to compensate for that it's possible, but it's a lot of work so it's not like this year's been easy, but I do have a different kind of like mental training to go into to be like, oh I just have to wait this out
1: People just don't like to be told what to do. That's really how I feel about it. But then again, we had a president. No one really told us what to do. Nobody was telling anybody what to do. I think, isn't the synchronicity of having, uh, when you were talking earlier about the AIDS uh, epidemic, like the synchronicity of having the movie star president then and now having the TV star president now. And like,
0: isn't that like a weird, like, what the fuck <laughs> you're still good at connecting the dots you connect you connect dots from like real far distances to you go your wingspan's impressive like
1: <laughs> but. Uh, that's the type of stuff i think of i'm like well yeah like these are these are the people that are supposed to get us through these type of times and look how they how they've done but then again with history repeating itself look at the people that we have ended up choosing at what time we chose them and it's like, well, it's our fault too, I guess. We didn't learn nothing
0: from the last time. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the, the PR campaigns, the technology of mind manipulation these days, I don't think it's fair anymore to even act like it's our fault or our problem. I think it's boomers faults for walking us into this when they had the liberty no they were all they were all trained to be scared when they were kids they were afraid of bombs yeah um it was yeah no but the mental manipulation we really are um we really are pretty fucked it's like i was i was a weird it's like it's like glitches happen to set us out of the like okay so there's like the matrix thing and like you know they, they pull neo out right like they contact him and pull him out right and I'm like, my thing is, is the, that little click over there running around in their slick ass leather and shit. And I just woke up in my pod, like, <gasps> and like pulled this thing out of the back of my head and then pushed the fucking top off and like slammed and slithered my ass all the way down a bunch of metal and whatever fucking that glass looking shit is, it's probably not actually glass. And like, I'm on the ground naked and hungry and I don't know where I am and everything's just artificial, you know, like that's, yeah. that's waking up to me. I don't know. yeah <laughs> like is i so yeah no i once i got into that space when i was in my fucking baby adulthood um like shit like this just doesn't impress me that much like i'm like i can slow down for a second and i can just look i don't need to immediately start forming opinions or, or acting right away like when i do act I'll, I'll try to be exact with that and sure but also aware that i might want to stop and redirect for fuck's sake I'm just like, what is going on in everybody else's heads in this world? Like so, so many people's heads, not everybody else's. Cause there's like the, the channels, I, I see these little lights.
1: I think that's part of it is like, when you're saying what's going on in everyone else's head, cause I feel like in a way that I kind of live in my own world and I don't necessarily participate as much in what everyone else is worried about because it's like, Like, if you think about what the the stuff that they tell us on TV and all that stuff, like, it really isn't affecting people as, like, directly and deliberately as they make it. And, like, nowadays, with like you said, with technology, they appeal to our baser instincts and desires. And, like, we know that this technology and all of this stuff is not good for us, but we can't stop being connected to it.
0: We're doing it right (laughs) now. Yeah. We're it right now, the irony
1: yeah. of 2020. Yeah, 2020.
0: <laughs> I like it. Man. And we get to 2020 for the next 10 years because we are coming up on 2021. It's about to be 2020's first birthday. Right? <laughs> it's about to be 2020's birthday.
1: Fuck those no years. <laughs> yeah, she ain't going nowhere. She ain't going nowhere. <laughs>
0: yep yep bitch ain't going nowhere oh man
1: (sighs) yeah 2020 man well we're in this is still like the first week of december
2: like in a weird limbo between like now and what 31st everybody's unemployment running
1: out
0: yeah this time of year i always forget until it's happening but it's like the year will be moving at like the weird paces it's moving, and then it just starts cascading after it hits that crest, like a little over halfway, and then it goes into a freeze mode right between Thanksgiving and Christmas, where
2: it's, like <laughs> forever,
1: <laughs> where it just feels like in Alaska where it's daytime all the time. And you're just like, what are we doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's like nighttime all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I always sleep weird during, like, eclipse season and, like, the wintertime, like, when this weather change, season change, like, I shit, I'm always, like, just awake. Like, things are, things are different. The environment's feeling different. What is going on?
1: I have a theory on that. So, you're a Taurus, right? I am. Okay, so I'm an Aries, and the full moon in Aries normally comes in in October, and then I think Taurus is November, and I feel like... My little theory is that, like, when the full moon comes in Aries, I similarly, like, don't really need to sleep. And I'm like, I feel as if, like, maybe our battery is back to 100. And And so, like, we're, like, operating at our highest after the full moon in our sun sign. And so then, like, I notice that I don't really need sleep, but then I force myself to sleep, which gets me on this weird pattern. Of like trying to adhere to like normal patterns, but like I don't really need to. I don't need to really, like I'm not as hungry. I don't need Whoa. to, like, there's so many different things.
0: Whoa.
1: So I wonder, what you feel the same way? You're blowing my mind. Like, not as hungry. <laughs> I wish we were doing it on video
0: right now. I'm freaking
1: out, dude. <laughs> Shit. I don't know. I'll just, I just pay attention to like what, like the moons and stuff like that. And so, like, I'm always trying to figure out, like, why am I acting different right now? Like, then my, when that full moon comes in, I'm like, okay, like I'm back to 100% Tiana. And then as, as we get closer to the new moon, I'm always like, okay, yeah, I, I feel like my sleeping and everything is coming back into like a normal circadian rhythm or a rhythm that I recognize, even though it can be upside down from everyone else's. I have my own rhythm by that point.
0: Wow. Yeah, no, I'm going to pay attention to that. When's the new moon coming in? Taurus, how's that? That's got to be at the other side of the year, right?
1: Yeah, the new moon in Taurus normally comes around uh, the beginning of Taurus season. Or, uh, or during Taurus season at some point.
0: Interesting. I slept through April. And, like the end of April. Like in the beginning of May up until the 15th. I was like basically asleep. Unless I was working. I was eating or sleeping. I, I only remember I only remember it because it was like... I hit like a I hit like a depression wall because all the people started doing their we don't give a shit it was a it was a do your own pandemic rules T- choose your own pandemic yep. rules book yeah. choose your own pandemic adventure book all the time for everybody yeah just write it this way I'm gonna just write it that way I'm gonna go so fast so hard so quickly that I don't have time to learn anything and then I'll act confused when people are like slow the fuck down Bucko like that's Oh, <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that sent me into a hole. I just was like, I'm gonna get in bed and eat from a bed. That's <laughs>
1: yeah, that's about round new moon in Taurus was April 22nd
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. second. Yep. Wow. Wow. How weird to be able to retroact because I have a terrible memory. I got a terrible fucking memory, especially with trauma shit. It's like I either remember the hell out of it for reasons or I don't at all. And damn.
2: I feel
1: like everyone's going to remember 2020 better than any other year. Like, I can, I, can, I can track 2020, like, in my mind. Like, oh, yeah, I was doing this and doing that. Like, in April, May, I was doing this, June this. But take me back to, like, any other year, that shit will be a blur. I have to go back and look at my journals or my pictures. Mm. I think that's a, a weird thing, a weird result we're going to have
0: from 2020. I got some things that are in my memory as memories, but it's more like I know what happened. I can't, I can't quite remember it, but I know what happened. Mm. And I've had a, I'm writing something that requires me to have a timeline outline. Basically I made like a spreadsheet of years and months and I'm like plugging in events Mm -hmm. and it's got a, uh, it's got a lot of fucking shit on it. Like, it's like, it's got a lot of shit on it from 2020. Yeah. So much fucking shit. Some years, it's weird looking at all the years because some of them are almost empty or they just have, like, they're not empty, but they've got like, you know, three or four Hallmark moments, like milestone kind of events that were like, just because it was a year. Like, you know, a right. or like, a whatever. And then some of the years, it's just like, they go on and on and on and i don't have enough room in the one area. So I got to create another column to be like, okay, there's more top, there's more themes to separate if I sort it a slightly different way and I can, like look at it easier if I do that. Um, and so, yeah, for this creative project or like, you know, uh, it's weird cause it feels like the word creative is a little lackluster on it. Right. Like it's, it's more than that. But, uh, for that I created this thing and it's, it's become, a, it's become a more useful tool in other ways that I didn't intend for it to, I guess.
1: Ain't it always the way we think we're doing something and you're like,
0: what? This
1: is great. Yeah. <laughs> this can work for so many things. I thought I was making this for this reason. But then you realize it wasn't me. It must have been something. The ancestors, somebody else was, was here. Yeah, you, you'd be thinking we're doing something. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. There seems no plan because it is all plan. There seems no center because it is all centered. Yes. Yeah, and then it's like you were saying with the wilderness thing. That's, a, that's an interesting...
1: That's just been in my head. like Ever since you said what you said about screaming into the abyss, I just, yeah, I got a lot of church, a lot of Bible in me. So it's like a lot of those little things pop up in my head. And there's, I think it's in Isaiah, but then again, I'm not sure because I know it's in the New Testament, but uh, they, it's basically saying uh, there's a voice of one crying in the wilderness. And I believe it's in reference to John the Baptist, but the way that it came to me was just like, yeah, like that's exactly what you're doing. is like crying in the wilderness. Like you're just like screaming it out. But at the same time, the wilderness in my mind is like some like foggy like area where you can only see like what's around you within like you know two feet and I feel like once you once you put your voice out I feel like that's when everybody realized like oh we're not alone like that's how that's how me and you even connected like I was on Instagram going through stories and your voice sounded like mine like your voice sounded like you you were saying things that I was thinking or feeling and I was just like I I I couldn't I couldn't be I couldn't even be like cool about it I don't even remember what I said but like yo uh (laughs) yo this is everything you're saying is amazing and I I love it and whatever I said but that's how we start our connection but it's like that's what we need to do. We need to scream into the abyss. We need to cry out in the wilderness because we might all realize that our voices create a beautiful harmony that brings us all together to realize like, you know, if you're not alone and you have support or you have even someone that understands the the muck that you're in, maybe it's not even the same, but it's just like just to have somebody to be like, yeah, like I see you, I feel you, I know. I understand, or if I don't understand, I'm here to listen to understand. Mm. But I feel like that's the, the, the whole thing with this virus and stuff. We all had to be isolated and deal with our, our shit. Like the things that make us like, you know, the things that you don't have time to think about because you're rushing here or there and everywhere. Like we had time to really sit and like think and like feel our feelings and be honest about them. So it's like, at at which point are we going to realize that we need each other? That's why we're feeling the way we feel in this isolation is because we need we need that community. We need people. Mm. We need support. It's like everything feels better with support.
2: Mm.
1: Have a moment where you don't need to be holding yourself up at all times. Like okay, that that just that moment of rest and being able to trust in someone else for even just that second is, is amazing. It's amazing for our growth and our healing. And
2: I like propelling ourselves forward through this mess. Yes. Yeah. Mm.
0: We have a lot more power than we like let ourselves access a lot of the time there's like stuff stopping us like trying to but we'd be succumbing to it you know yeah. like there's got to be mindful intent there's got to be awareness that like there's there's an onslaught to kind of keep us in in our isolated positions um, oh, yeah. and how that works is again with that disproportionate weight concept uh it moves at different paces with different people and looks like different things.
2: That's how you know when you think about the actual, like you said, to keep
1: us in our isolation, that's how you know like that's powerful, how connect, powerful
2: connection is. When you think about how much is going against keeping us disconnected and divided. Because the thing about division is like, I always feel like unity, division, whatever,
1: like, honestly, unity is not necessarily
2: necessary. As unity oftentimes turns into conformity. But if we just respect and
1: consider each other and realize that we are not necessarily divided, but we all different, we all got these different perspectives and realities that we're traversing, so, if you can understand that as fact and not necessarily always expect there to be some similarity or some sort of reason that we have to, that we can connect, then it's like, okay, like, oh yeah, you're doing that, I'm doing this. Uh, all right, let's make sure
2: we are considerate of each other, not harming each other, and we can, we can, we can be cool. We can, be, we can get through this together.
0: In my mind, I just imagined like, like a bunch of dodo birds and like a bunch of like figure eights woven in and out of each other so it's like circles but you don't there's no like beginning or end and some of them are like corners you know but Mm -hmm. all of them are like beak to butt in some way and they're just like pecking each other in the ass and it's like who stops first
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) right But then, like, yo, oh, right, if you're going to keep going, I'm going to keep going.
0: That's right. Was- <laughs> yeah, we're hella dodo bird. We're hella dodo birding about it. Like, we're like, we are dodo birding. It's, it's, what the fuck? Like, the, I don't. It's stupid. Is it? It's like I was. <laughs> I asked Ryan uh, last night. I was like, when I say ice melts the same way, does that mean anything to you? Does it just immediately resonate as like a meaningful statement? And what I intended to mean. And he sat for a second quietly and he just was like, well, yeah, but like, I mean, why wouldn't it? You know? And I was like, see, that's the point of it all. I think that's why, cause it just erupted out of me so quickly. I was like, have I heard that before? Did I just make that up? Has this happened so <laughs> many times in my life that I have made something really real for the community that I can offer and be like, guys, I've got something for us. It doesn't even mean anything, but like it means everything. Like it's like, Right. Because, like why wouldn't it melt the same way every single life? like <laughs> uh, it still is surprising nonetheless. Maybe not surprising, but uh I'm shook. I'm shook sometimes by it. Ooh, it's melting. My goodness. <laughs> it's, in, it's not in a freezer. It's not in it's not in an area where like, you know, something's maintaining it. So there it goes. Or in its natural environment. So there it goes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't
0: know. I don't know. I don't know either. Let's make that clear. I don't know. Yes, yes. <laughs> to clarify, neither one of us fucking knows. That's uh... insummation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank yeah. you for your
0: time, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh man, I love this. I love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this is a good time. This is a good time. And yeah, no, really it's like, um, like I was listening to a lot of podcasts for my mental health early on this year. Before the pandemic also, I actually, I fell into a rabbit hole with this one guy who was doing all this work on uh, like historical stuff and sociopolitics and just all this stuff. And he was doing this this project about like, it could happen here. And it was this oral, like, war narrative like an alternate now kind of something walking through something and it was like two months later it all started happening and i was listening to him he was funny and kind of walking through a lot of things and like a he was stressed but he was still uh he was carrying a lot of levity and um he kind of fell apart like real quick and then uh you know just being it was like the cassandra effect on him it wasn't quite he doesn't get a full cassandra effect because he's a cishet white man so he like gets praised right. when he's right, you know like it's like he does the predictions and then everybody's like, oh, put him on a pedestal higher raise erect it further like that's crank it, <laughs> crank it up, crank it up, stroke it, stroke it yeah, um, yeah. okay, so uh, that's what happens for them with the Cassandra effect just to be totally clear about that too we I know something I know that yeah uh, I do know that <laughs> so yeah, then um like uh, just kind of everybody I listen to. Like they were all kind of sensitive empath types. And for the, for the most part, it was like 90% of them just kind of deteriorated into despair, like having to work from home with bad equipment and not having the producers with them, not having their asses wiped in the studio. They all just kind of fell apart. And I was like, Oh, I should start something. Cause I think I can, kind of, I think they might like to listen to me right now. And then as the summer progressed, um, that seemed like a better and better idea, but I had less and less bandwidth and resources to do it. And then comes September, I just like shot to the moon away from everybody else in my, like I, we were in an agreeable sphere with some disagreements, right? Me and these types right. of people, progressive podcasters, mainstream progressive podcasters. Then suddenly they needed to become democrat apologists that were like well we'll push them left all of them and i was like wait you're gonna do that and then the ones that didn't feel that way just went silent and i was like i can't even listen to you guys anymore and i just got mean and started posting mean mad things all over the fucking internet all the time all the time yeah but, uh yeah no i started I, I started this podcast when i was still being mean and mad and you know i didn't think it was going to be liminal i did not think it was gonna transition away into into a different space. But uh, look at it go.
1: Mean and mad is always, we could always go back there. So don't push us.
0: (laughs) Sure. Sure thing. Sure thing. And I'm still, uh, I still have plenty of mean and mad tabs open running (laughs) active processes right this moment. But um, the operating system itself is not corrupted. I still got poem hiccups, I guess.
2: Uh,
0: (laughs) Gosh, I keep the last one I entered into thinking, we'll talk like 40 minutes or so. Oh, damn. We already (laughs) up. Yeah, no, we talk. I get mixed feedback around what people want as far as length goes. And I'm working on developing another podcast that's going to be short episodes. They're going to be 10 to 20 minutes on media analysis. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Stoked about that shit. Yeah, so this one I'm kind of like, eh. They come as they come. Good morning, Mayberry. We're talking. Yeah,
1: people watch hour-long TV shows, and I mean, you They'd can. They be been to the Netflix. Yeah, right. You could listen.
0: Yeah, and then this is season one's finale episode. Oh. Yeah! Right. Surprise! <laughs> and it's called. I knew this already. It's called. There seems no plan because it is all planned. There seems no center because it is all center. (laughs) It told me a few days ago what its name was going to be.
1: And look at here where we are. (laughs) Yes. Right. Exactly. I'm
0: excited. Yeah. Thank you again for uh, all of your wisdom and your presence thank
1: you i appreciate you this is a dope ass thing we got here so uh i look forward to continuing
0: with it. yeah you really are you're an un- unbelievably wonderful component to be including in this in this cluster of <laughs> folks. <of> <laughs> yeah it's just so divine it's so divine we'd like to thank our patrons on patreon and everyone who's bought our merchandise on TeePublic. Find the links to all that stuff and our social links on goodmorningmayberry.com. We've got closed-captioned episodes on YouTube. Subscribe, listen, and rate us on all the podcast spots. If you're wondering who we are, we is me and my demons. And you can join the Legion by following our Tumblr, Twitter, or Instagram, jumping on the Patreon, or just buying one of our shirts and wearing that around, drinking the tears of whoever you like the least uh, out of one of our mugs. And uh, coming back and checking out the next episode. I'm Shift. And always remember to never forget, there seems no plan because it is all plan. There seems no center because it is all center. Because all